the travel judo. It is very important for you to safeguard your mind, body, and soul at all times. In this episode, we'll be talking about the occult, my familiarity with the occult, and why I have completely rid my life of all occult practices as a whole. Now, the occult is divination, astrology, tarot, um, fortune telling, anything like that. You see, it's not that it's fake. It's much easier to believe that it's fake. Um, Because then, you know, it's easier than to believe that the spiritual realm doesn't really exist. However, the spirits that are invoked when using these occult practices, it comes with a very hefty price and it leaves a spiritual door open. You know when the Lord speaks about the the many mansions in his father's house, right? When you open yourself up to occult practices, you leave the door open. But, especially as the tribe of Judah, what I noticed um, in my journey, because I I won't say that it's just, you know, it's like you're going to hell and it's this and it's that. I, I won't say those things because I was there. I was in it. I literally probably could have been a, a billionaire astrologist because I was very talented and gifted at it. Um, and also reading like tarot cards and stuff like that. Like I was very good at that, but it was because of my spirit. It was because my spirit serves as the head of the house, head of the mansions, right? So the access is at a thousand percent, which compared to, you know, someone from another tribe or someone from, you know, someone who is a Gentile, they may not have that same access, and which means that they don't have the same responsibility, okay? Now, my journey, especially my spiritual journey, had always existed, Um, since I was a little girl. I'd always been in the churches. And I was always terribly afraid of like tarot and stuff like that because I was very familiar with the scripture saying that it was forbidden. However, everybody has their their thing. Everybody has their sin. And my sin was wanting to know more and not wanting to know anything to control anything, not per se just because I thought it was cool. I was like, yo, this is mad cool. Like, wow, like that's so crazy how this is real or this really resonates. And then it happened to be a tarot post um, that popped up on my Instagram one time. And it went from there to watching tarot to actually doing tarot. Now I must say, when I did tarot, I still incorporated a lot of my God body, which meant that if I was to do a reading for someone, my reading, you know, had a scripture, um, you know, it was always positive. 
it was always like, you know, like we're going to pray, you know, we're going to meditate. But regardless of the fact that I gave good, strong messages or strong warnings for others, for me, I was leaving my spiritual door open. And along that time, I realized that I used to get attacked. Um, And sometimes it would be after I would tell God, like, no, I'm not going to do tarot no more. Like, I know what you said. You know, I repent and I'm not going to do it no more. Every time that I would say that, I would backslide. Um, Usually because I was always being spiritually attacked. And I'm like, well, these are my my tools for the spiritual realm. But the Holy Spirit said, no, they're not. I'm your tool for the spirit realm. Hence the name Holy Spirit. So, <laughs> so um, every time that I would say, no, I'm not going to, you know, be into that anymore, I would get attacked. And ironically, it would be like a very sinister type of dream after I would have repented uh, from no longer being into divination and astrology and it would be the same type of dream like a a very lusty dream and it it made me think the very last time that this is very it's something significant here in revelations when jesus describes those who are a part of his army says that they are not defiled with women and a lot of the Hebrew Israelites because y'all know I was a Hebrew Israelite well I'm always going to be a Hebrew Israelite but y'all know that they claim that it's like you know men who haven't been with women but then that don't make sense because they always having sex and then they don't believe in marriage but we're not going to go we're not going to go on, on them today but what it really is is it is the sisters, it is the daughters of Zion, the daughters of Zion in spirit who are not defiled with her. Who's her? Babylon. Okay, well, who's a part of Babylon? Jezebel. Um, Delilah. Right? Like Leviathan. All of these wicked spirits come together to form these cities, to inhabit these cities and take over. And then I started to put two and two together. Wait, oh my gosh. So me being into tarot is blocking me from my kingdom work. It's it's infiltrating my city. And as someone from the from the lineage of King David and the most high God, you know, the son of God himself, I'm like, that's why your spiritual attacks were so bad. Even though, you know, you were prayed up, you know, you stayed out of trouble. This was this was probably like my really only sin for a very long time. Um, and I didn't recognize it as sin because, like I said, I was just way too good at it. Way too good at it. And, and on top of that, I was justifying it by saying like, well, I'm not giving bad messages. I'm not lying to people. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this for money. I've never taken money for a tarot reading or an astrology reading for someone ever. Um, 
the business that I wanted to do, the reason why I didn't prosper was because I wanted to use those tools to continue to help others. And it was strictly forbidden from the most high. And that's why that business never prospered. Because not that, like I said, I wouldn't have been a billionaire at this. It was that that is not the call for me. God has something bigger and better for me. And I needed to see it for myself. I didn't need someone else to tell me because when other people would try to tell me and warn me, I'd look at them and I'd say, bro, your sin, your sin is crazy compared to this, right? So it was like also spirit of pride, right? A spirit of, um, you know, like being hard-headed. And it's important for us to be, you know, vulnerable and transparent about these things because even though my divination practices stopped completely at tarot, tarot is an opening for a lot of like little baby witches. There are a lot of baby witches who they start off as tarot, you know, they start off with tarot and they're like, oh, this is so cool. Like, oh, wow, this this really resonates. But then it goes from that to now they're doing kitchen spells, okay? Now they're doing, you know, candle magic, okay? Now they're in the graveyard, right? Like, it, it, it goes from, it goes extreme. And I was just like, well, you know, I understand that you don't want me to do this anymore. And fine, I won't. I see it. I see it in the spirit. I see how it affects the physical. I see your word. I see your, you know, I see the scriptures, you know, in my own life, how it has applied to my own life. And I thank you, Jesus, for giving me a second chance to redeem myself from these things. And especially because one one day the Holy Spirit just told me, you don't need that. And I'm like, what do you mean? I don't get it. Like, you don't need that. And I'm going to show you. And literally, I was able to just understand things on such a divine level solely through the Holy Spirit, right? So if you yourself, like me, are, you know, an avid fan or, you know, you you find that it is a part of your lifestyle now to be into tarot, be into astrology, runes, crystals, uh, sage, and all that kind of stuff, I highly, highly, highly suggest that you rebuke that you rebuke it because what happens is is that it opens up doors spiritual doors for you to be demonically attacked for you to be demonically monitored right like you ever try to build something in your life and it's just not going right yeah because you've opened up your spiritual house and not everybody could see what you got inside and that's how people could plot to rob you because they can see but you left the door open You need to close that door by rebuking it and canceling the demons that came with it. And then you need to repent. But you need to understand why you're repenting. You see, tarot is a very spiritual thing. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. And even astrology, even though it is like like the study of the stars or like a science, it's still very spiritual because we're talking about someone's life. We're talking about someone's livelihood, their spirit, and how, how the planets have align their spirit and their physical body these things are very spiritual so that means that you're opening up your door 
for people to find ways into your life. And believe it or not, many people are really not for you. So for example, even though I was pure, right? But I was doing like readings and I was trying to help people spiritually get better. And, and you know, that, at least that's what I thought. That's what I was saying. Um, I found that a lot of people left their residue on me spiritually, right? And all of a sudden my life started to reflect theirs. But it was because it was God punishing me like, Bro, I'm trying to show you something. <laughs> but I just refused. Again, I refused to listen. I refused to see it. Because like I said, it was like me and a couple of other tarot readers in the spiritual community who were daughters of Zion, you know, you know, uh, Christians. But in all actuality, we were just leaving doors open to be attacked. And not only attacked in the, uh, in the physical, but also in the spiritual, the financial, the mental psychological right so how that worked for me was like I said once the Holy Spirit told me you're really good at it because you're just really good (laughs) it's not that these make you good or or anything no you're just really good at understanding the spiritual realm on your own you don't need tarot cards you're very good with discernment The Holy Spirit was really bigging me up, trying to save me and save my soul from the abomination that I was falling into, right? And I I really could care less for the whole, like, you'd be separated from your family and stuff like that, because, you know, I just couldn't care, I, I could care less about that part. However, being separated from my spiritual family, my, you know, the people who really love me, the people who really pour into me, that was the part that hit and especially when someone did witchcraft on me someone did witchcraft on me based off a lie and like I said because my door was open even though I was strong in the spirit it was a sneak attack because the door was left open I didn't know I didn't put two and two together okay um, like I said, it can invite a lot of demons into your life, demonic people, demonic entities, and these things drain you. They become parasitic on you. They become straight up parasitic on you. Now, granted, if you have the anointings of being a prophet, you can, re- you can read, you can read and you don't need divination. You can just you can just hear the word of God. You can just hear the Holy Spirit. You can read the signs all around us in the human physical life, in the human physical world. Use your gifts to bring people back to God. And I feel like, to be honest with you, I feel like that was the only reason why God let me rock as long as he did. Because I was using my gift to bring people back to God but you know not in this way and again it's not to say that it's horrible I won't say that the reason why it's an abomination for the Jews is because God made us a peculiar people a people who are different a people who have a special anointing a people who have a special calling right because there were plenty of other tribes and 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 lands and cities of people who did engage in this and God still blessed them 
right? They did engage in this. This stuff was a part of their culture. And God did indeed still bless them. However, God called a peculiar group of people to be his people. If you are his people, then you don't need tools of divination because he's going to talk to you directly. And he's going to be with you and your generations until you are old and gray. Right? But again, it's like sometimes God allows us to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Fearing no evil, however, knowing that there is evil enough to show us, like, yeah, you put yourself here, but I care about you, so I'm going to inspire you so that I can redeem you, right? Because like I said, it took me a very long time to really start to see what God was trying to show me in regard to tarot, and like I said, it's just totally unnecessary. You don't need it. You don't need to read your horoscope. You don't need it. You don't need to watch tarot videos. Because at the end of the day, even the women who are doing these tarot videos, like I said, Daughters of Zion and all, they're all going to go through the same exact thing that I went through. I just happened to come out of it, like, not first, but probably, you know, I just came out of it before that. Because there's plenty of people who were in the spiritual community and came out of it because they were being redeemed by Christ. Right? And again, because they they probably didn't have, you know, bad intention. They probably didn't intend to hurt people. However, with demons body jumping, shape shifting, you know, someone can pay and say, Hey, tarot reader, can you can you give a bad message? Because I know so and so listens to your channel. Can you give a bad message so that it, you know, so that it uh, decreases their motivation or that it, you know, um, makes them afraid or makes makes them have anxiety or just leads them astray, right? Like, the thing is, is that man can be bought. There's a price for everything. So you cannot put your, your trust in man because man doesn't even trust himself right but like I said especially in my in my divine feminine magazine I left the dark dark divine feminine portion in there for a reason because as Christians you need to know what really goes on in the spiritual realm you need to know now I refused to um I refuse to shape it in a negative light because like I said there was other cultures and people who existed throughout the scriptures and like I said God you know let them do whatever they was into you know now granted when the child sacrifice and stuff came God wasn't with it no he cut that off but like I said God still blessed them however it was important for me to, if I'm saying that I'm doing a divine feminine magazine, everybody needs to be covered and everything needs to be covered. People need to know about witches. People need to know about magic and spells. Why? Because there are actually people who believe in this. There are actually people who use spiritual law and decrees over your life. And you won't even know. You'll be rocking with somebody, taking their gifts, eating their food, drinking their drinks. The whole time they're they're poisoning you. They're They're... they're you know, putting magic and incantations over your, over your, uh, you know, your food and your drinks. 
right? Like, so we need to know about these things. And that's why I felt, you know, even though I I was redeemed from it, I left it because I needed to know about it to help me. I needed to know that this is what people are capable of to help me, right? Um, and again, it, it all starts innocently. I don't believe that one day somebody just woke up and was like, I'm going to be a dark witch. <laughs> I will hope not. Sometimes, because sometimes it's generational, especially in a lot of like Spanish, Spanish, African, West Indian cultures. Um, some of them are like that. You know, they, they grew up in, in, they grew up in witchcraft or they grew up seeing it or hearing about it. And some of them are like, you know, why not? You feel me? The family did it, so we all going to do it. But in all actuality, those things are for foreign, you know, they're from and for foreign lands and foreign people. Now, once you come to Christ and you, you become a Jew by adoption, so whether you're from the Philippines, it doesn't matter. You now have to follow the laws of being a Christian, which means that you have to rebuke that, whether it is your culture or not. You have to be strong in, in the spirit realm and say, yes, maybe we have done this generation after generation, but it stops with me because I'm I'm being redeemed. I'm being saved from my own trap. Right? Um, and I guess I just want to close this out just saying that it's very important that we really really do our research we really do our research and know what we're getting into um the type of movies that we're into like movies about magicians and witches because like let's be real how how many people's favorite movie is not hocus pocus (laughs) like it was mine you know but again these things you know they seem very innocent just like tarot it's it's innocent until it's four o'clock in the morning and you have a demon on your chest right um you know movies like harry potter movies like hunger games all of these movies lord of the rings star wars all of these movies uh chucky all of these movies uh sabrina the teenage witch like and i'm just saying my the movies that was my favorite all of these movies have incantations in them and it plants a seed. This is why you are to guard your vessel, right? For example, I love Beyonce. Like I, I really love her as a musician. However, some of her music is like, wait, you said what? Like how, how could you as a Christian woman say this? And when I realized that I'm like, well, damn, I don't really think I could really listen to her no more because you put out this song for the world to hear? That's kind of foul. You know, and yeah, maybe it's just entertainment, but these things are seeds. And seeds bear fruit. So watch and guard what you're taking in. And this is why we are not to be unequally yoked. If you are a man of God or a woman of God and you're with somebody who is engaging in witchcraft or there's witchcraft and, and or there's witches and warlocks around that person, 
how does that work? How does that balance off? Because at some point they will, unless they will, either use it on you, use it against you, or find someone or or help you to, to use it on or against someone that you possibly even love. Right? So guard yourself. Guard yourself. Watch out. The enemy goes out on a prowl like a lion hunting for prey. Ephesians 6, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but rulers of the underworld and principalities. All right? So I love you guys. I hope this inspires someone to put, throw those tarot cards in the garbage. Throw those candles in the garbage. And a garbage far, far away from you. Throw that stuff away. Throw those crystals away. Throw throw all that stuff away. Throw, throw that palmistry away. Throw everything away. There is nothing that the Holy Spirit and the Most High won't tell you to protect you, to put you on, to warn you, to give you a heads up. You will have dreams. You will have prophetic insights. But you must rid yourself of these things. And like I said, I'm not going to come on here and be fake. You know, this podcast is too real for that. I'm not going to come on here and be fake and say, I rebuke you, golly, you, you uh, astrology-seeking divination. I, I'm not with that. Because it was very hard for me to break. So I have sympathy and understanding. However, this is a very, very serious topic and, 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 you know, warfare tool that the enemy uses against us because of its seemingly innocentness, right? So guard yourself, guard yourself, protect yourself. You don't want to have any open doors. You don't want to leave no doors open to your spiritual house because the witches is witching, especially this month in October, they out here. They out here. They they want you. They want your soul. They want your destiny. It's it's creepy. It's creepy. But if you ever experience sleep sleep paralysis, let me tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna try to come to terms with what's going on. You're gonna catch yourself before speaking any of your destiny to the enemy. And you're going to rebuke that spirit. You're going to rebuke it. And you're going to say, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, or plead the blood of Jesus and, and allow it to free you from that bondage. But trust and believe that even after you repent and you ask God for forgiveness and, you know, like I said, you rebuke it, you throw your cards away, it's going to be a little spiritual attack because now you're, you're kicking the demon out your crib. Right? You're kicking them out the house. So they're going to try to retaliate. So you might have a bad dream. You know? Because again, this is spiritual. Don't be afraid of that bad dream. You just get on your knees and you pray. You pray and you keep asking for forgiveness. And then you just know that you're forgiven. And you move on with your life. And you never get involved with it again. Because what happens when we go back again. This is what happened to me. Scripture says that the the demon returns seven times worse with seven more spirits. Happened to me. 
only me lose my cool right <laughs> so I hope that this inspires someone um, and yeah I have a lot more insights that I would want to share and I'll be back soon so love you all and until next time